You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. And welcome to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. I suddenly forgot the name of the, the show. Um, I'm Casey, I'm your host, and joining me tonight, I have Arnold Fruit. Hello! Hello, Casey. Hello, always, always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to have you here, uh, helping out with the show. We have a great show for you guys uh, this week. We have an interview with Deacon Ross, who's the guy behind the yakuzafan.com website. Uh, it's a bit of a, it's a fun interview, I think, right? Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, love to- talking a bit about uh, you know the aspects of Yakuza, the, the combat and the kind of characters and the story and stuff, as well as like him as a person. Quite interesting to get to know the guy behind um, the Yakuza fan site and running fan sites in general. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and you know, having a family and five kids and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting. Ooh. Hard work. So yeah, we have we have that coming up um, in in a few minutes. But uh, we also have music. We have another edition of Memories of Sega by A Winner Was You this week, dedicated to Zero Wing. Yeah. And um, and we have the news. So before we, we get into that, don't forget join us on Discord, Radio slash Discord. Um, join us there and you know, post stuff about what's happening on the show. Uh, we also have our Twitter account, tweet at Radio Sega, and or use the hashtag the Sega Lounge. We'll give you uh, a nice little favorite there or retweet or something. I don't know. Just if you feel like it. And as per usual, don't forget to uh, share uh, your love for Radio Sega with the world. Let, let your friends know you like listening to our shows uh, and to our 24-7 stream. Spread the love. And uh, yeah, let's, let's get this going. Let's get on with the news. And this week I think we can safely say we have I Need Fruits Baskets of News. That's right. A ba- whole basket of a whole bushel of food items in my basket. <laughs> uh, pervert. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I fruit. Uh, Want to take it away and start with sure, okay. the news? So, um, there's quite a few news items going on this week, um, which is never a bad thing. Lots of interesting uh, developments in the Sega scene. Uh, the first one, it, what I want to talk about really interesting this title called Tanglewood uh, it's a new Mega Drive slash Genesis platformer that's being developed over on Kickstarter um, I believe it's by a guy called Matt Phillips and it's a really interesting looking game as I said platformer run around uh, but it kind of introduces an interesting mechanic that wasn't there in the uh, Mega Drive slash Genesis days the day and night cycle so um, the levels change as the time of day changes. 
So it's on 20,000 at the moment. Their, their pledge is actually 48,000, and there's 25 days to go in the, uh, the date of recording. So, yeah, head over to Kickstarter. Uh, check out Tanglewood if you're interested in old-school platforms. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, next one, we've got another uh, homebrew kind of game over on Kickstarter for the Mega Drive and Genesis, I believe, again. I believe uh, so, yeah. Called Coffee Crisis. That's right, and it's a 2D scroller. Reminds me a bit of Scott Pilgrim. Obviously, not as uh, not as pretty as that game because it, it's designed for the 16-bit um, palette and the 16-bit processor of the Mega Drive. So, yeah, but head over to Kickstarter if you want to check out and back a 2D side scrolling kind of beat 'em up. Um, Coffee Crisis. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And hopefully we'll have news on, on those two games soon. So sit you into the Sega Lounge for that as well. I see what you have planned here, Casey. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, via Sega Nerds on this one, we've got uh, Wargaming Alliance will now publish um, Total War Arena. I'm a big Total War fan, actually. Uh, I didn't know that about me. Yeah. I'm an armchair general, you know, it's out there. I, for the record, absolutely suck at them. I'm terrible at these games. <laughs> uh, I, I've, I played most. Mo- the most one I played was Shogun 2, which is a great game. This one looks like it's like a uh, online free-to-play. Yeah, it's like an MMO. Mm, interesting. So yeah, uh, War Gaming Alliance will now publish Total War Arena, and you can check that article out over on Sega Nerds if you want to read a bit more. They um, basically say that they strong dedicated fan base and they hope to see this community grow so there you go mm-hmm. oh next oh. one's mine yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so next up we have Hatsune Miku uh, and obviously we, we've had a, a Hatsune Miku game um, coming out in the west this year in the form of Project Eva X however the apparently far superior Project Eva Future Tone uh, wasn't released over here yet, so uh, people were a bit sad, and apparently Project Eve X wasn't as uh, content-filled as, as Future Tone. So people waiting for a release of Future Tone will be happy to know that uh, the game will be released in the West in January 2017, so in a couple of months. Uh, on January 10th, 2017, we'll get uh, Project Eva Future Tone, Hatsune Miku Projective Future Tone in the West. So, you know, it's it's great because it's got over 200 songs. Um, and But it's also... I'm not sure about the the, the prices of this because um, I know that you can uh, get two packs of songs. One is the Future Tone and the other is the, the Colorful Tone. And each pack... Uh, has different songs and different stuff to unlock and to play. I'm not sure if they'll have a, a release of the whole thing uh, or if they'll just release the, both packs pe- separately. It might might set you back uh, for a few uh, tens of pounds or dollars or euros, whatever. But uh, it's worth checking out when it's out in December 10th, no, January 10th, sorry. 2017. Right. Next up, 
Um, Persona 5 has been delayed until April 2017. I don't know if anyone is surprised at this news. It is, of course, disappointing, but I remember Atlas coming out and saying, "Eh, it's fine, we'll we'll release it alongside the Japanese version back in October or something, uh, whenever it came out. And um, I was a bit like, really, guys? Really? (laughs) So, yeah, I'm guessing they're doing voice acting, translation, whatever has to be done to make sure it's fit for um, sale across the seas from Japan. So there you go. Persona 5 is delayed until April 2017. Yeah. Um, uh, Apparently, Alex announced a free uh, Riju Sakamoto PS4 theme and avatar that will be available until November 17th. So you can get that. Get that before <laughs> yeah uh, a few weeks back I can't remember on which of these shows we we talked about this but uh, there were some rumors of uh, uh, Atlas probably releasing the Japanese voices Japanese voiceovers uh, via DLC uh, with the Western release it's now been announced that it's not paid DLC so it's free DLC and it'll be available once the game releases in, in April, so that's good news. We actually uh, talked about it and we expressed our uh, disgust <laughs> with, <laughs> with the possibility of this being paid DLC. And uh, so we're glad that <laughs> Atlas uh, listened to the voice of reason and will be <laughs> making this available for free for, for Persona 5 players. Yes, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that would have been a bit of a, a sore point for fans, I think. Right. <laughs> but, I'm going to say, uh, I actually love the, the English voice acting in most of the Sony games anyway, so, you know. Yeah, I've only, I've only played four, but I think it's great. Uh, I don't mind, but I, I'm sure there are people out there who actually prefer, the purists prefer the original voices, so. Speaking of purists, oh, segue, uh, Gunstar Heroes soundtrack is coming final. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Data Discs, the guys behind all the awesome um, vinyls from previous uh, installments of Outrun, Street to Rage, Novi, Shemu, a couple more. Um, I can't quite remember at the moment. Golden Axe, maybe? Um, anyway, yep. the point is they're releasing Gunstar Heroes soundtrack, which is I think even for Radio Sega, a bit of an underrated soundtrack in a lot of ways. So if you're interested in showing your passion uh, and allegiance to uh, treasure games, I know I definitely will be. Um, yeah, you can buy the Gunstar Hero soundtrack. And I'm guessing, I haven't seen any pictures yet, but they normally have awesome colours. Different kind of colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what kind of colour the Gunstar Hero vinyl will be. It... It should be in different colors because there's different colored gun stars. Yeah, or maybe right. the, the five colors of the weapons. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Will it be silver? You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. We, we should make some vinyl records, Casey. I mean, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe bad idea. <laughs> um, oh, this next story is uh, pretty cool. It's definitely, if you're near a keyboard of any kind, it's definitely worth Googling this and just taking a look at some pictures. I am. Um, I am. <laughs> wow, that's some amazing typing skills you have there, Casey. <laughs> 
Um, Sonic 25, fine art collection pays homage to the world's fastest hedgehog. Uh, that's right. There's an art exhibition, essentially. Um, a series of Washington Green artists, including Dan Lane, Paul Keaton, Frederick uh, Dayty, uh, Louis Siglioli, Didoli. Yeah. Yep. Stuart McLaughlin. Oh man, there's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of people. I'm just going to say that. Um, <laughs> some of these pieces, though, some of these artwork pieces are really cool. There's a, a really great, like, metal. Uh, you get the name Sculpture. Yeah, I think it's Sculpture. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's great. It's got Sonic uh, with rings around him jumping out from uh, Sonic. Is, it, is this metal or, like, tinfoil or something. I don't know. This is interesting. It looks quite industrial. Yeah. Oh. It could be coloured very nicely. But the um, shadow charcoal painting as well is suitably edgy and dark for uh, shadow <laughs> bits. Uh, yeah, very, very cool. So yeah, check those out if you want to see some Sonic and art you know, mm-hmm. gliding together. Yeah. This one comes courtesy, uh, surprisingly, of NintendoLife.com. Right, I don't yes. think I've seen uh, any reference to this anywhere else, uh, at least in the main uh, Sonic and Sega news uh, outlets. Mm-hmm. This. Nintendo Life posted this on like, uh, last weekend, I think. So, yeah, interesting. It's the survey. Ah, survey, yes, that's right. Um, so... Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Sega released a survey a while ago uh, asking what kind of franchises uh, you guys would like to see return. Um, I'll give you the brief one, but this is via Sega Bits, and you can um, always, you know, Google it uh, and have a look at the comprehensive lists yourselves. But um, the most hope revival, what people would love to see come back from the, the annals of history, Sakura, Sakura Wars was the top one mm-hmm. which is very interesting uh, Jet Set Radio which is kind of a no-brainer to me is number two Virtual One number three Shenmue four Virtual Fighter five Panzer Dragoon is six Shiny Force seven Skies of Arcadia is eight and Streets of Rage is nine and finally ten Nights in Dreams which is a kind of interesting revival because it had a bit of a Wii revival so yeah that yeah. kind of makes sense why it's probably so far down on the list I think I think uh, Shenmue actually shouldn't make it because it's it's been yeah. revived already. Well, it that, will that's be, true. So <laughs> it's yeah. probably taking the place of something else. <laughs> um, let us know in the chat actually if, if there's anyone that we missed out that you'd like to see being revived. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, brand you're most invested in again? Sakura Watch was tops the chart. Now I'm not. Uh, particularly well versed in Sakura Wars. I didn't realise it was such a popular series, really. It, it is, especially in Japan. This this was a, a Japanese poll, by the way, so... I, I know a few people from around the world found a way to translate the poll and uh, vote in anyway, but it was uh, a Japanese poll. And uh, the results oh, well, were... Makes... Yeah, the results were announced during the, the Sega Fest this, this weekend, so... I think Sakura Wars fans, which... There are a few in the West, but uh, but mostly in Japan. I think they're they're really invested in in the brand. Seems like it, yeah. yeah. I mean, 
it it tops that that and number two is Sonic the Hedgehog, which is amazing to me that that mm-hmm. Sekiro Wars beats Sonic the Hedgehog. But there you go. Number three is Fantasy Star Online. Much respect for that being so high. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Maybe there is hope for us us yet. Um, number four, Virtual Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am invested in Virtual uh, Like I say, you can check out these lists on, over on the website. Um, last one is favourite character. Uh, Say Guitar Sanchiro topping that. Yes, one. yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, Kazuma uh, Kiru as well is uh, up there as well as we. I'm, I'm a bit surprised that at um, the brand you're most invested in the results, uh, Yakuza is just six. Yeah. I, I, I I thought it would be much higher actually. I know yeah. Yakuza is big in, in Japan, and that's why uh, Kiryu is second in the favorite character list. So uh, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, Persona is number nine on the brand your most invested list. Yeah. Persona, to me, isn't that like the biggest RPG in Japan? I know it it recently uh, has been beating Final Fantasy games in sales, so... Interesting. That's a bit of a weird one. (laughs) Even even, uh, uh, One thing that I find interesting as well is number eight in in the brands is Sega Saturn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting, yeah. Uh, Certainly, certainly only in Japan, yeah. Is that the character? Do you think, or do you think? That I think that's just I think they mean the actual console. Yeah, it's it's brands you're most invested in. So I, I'm guessing the console. Yeah, not sure though. Japan's a weird place. <laughs> weird, weird but wonderful. Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh, that, that's that's something that uh, we will continue to, uh, you know look at in the future if if Sega actually uh, revives any of these franchises and and stuff. Um, Next up we have a a, a bit of news from the Daily Mail. Because why not? Because, yeah, because no one else that I I think I I, I didn't see it anywhere else, so I I don't think anyone else reported on this, but uh, this past weekend um, there was... um, the usual Hamley's annual Christmas toy parade in the UK, uh, in the streets of London. And um, I, we're talking about this because uh, Sonic was there, Sonic Boom. And on the Daily Mail website, dailymail.co.uk, don't, don't click that, but uh, anyway, on the, the website, there's a video of, uh, of some of the, the big mascots, uh, you know, driving through the the street and uh, Sonic Boom or Boom Sonic (laughs) Boom Tails Boom Amy and Boom Knuckles I believe were all there and uh, yeah it's it's interesting that Sega's been um, you know supporting this parade uh, this year as well Uh, but I don't know should they actually do that with um, you know modern Sonic instead of Boom Sonic Mm, I don't know I don't know let us know your thoughts. Let us know your thoughts uh, on Discord if you're if you're interested in that. And um, yeah, it, I don't think there's been a, a Thanksgiving parade or a Sonic Balloon this year. Or is no. that or is that next week or this week or I don't know. Yeah, the Thanksgiving parade. 
So it's probably today, right? Because this today is Thursday, obviously. Yeah. Isn't today thanks Thanksgiving? Uh, in yeah, the US? I, I think so. I'm googling it now. I think so. Yeah, Happy Turkey Day, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yes, it's the 24th. So yeah, maybe today, earlier today, there's been a Thanksgiving parade, and the sonic balloon was there. I don't think so, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. 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 Correct us if we're wrong. Um, yeah. Let us know. Correct, Casey. I'm never wrong. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously, do it now. We're doing this live. Obviously. And uh, yeah, it's now Thursday. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Okay. Um. What have we got up next? Oh. Oh. This is a. This is a good one. Um. This is actually the final news. Uh. Segment bit we have. Uh. But it's a good one because the first edition of Megavisions magazine is out now. Um, have you checked it out, Casey? I have. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, it's a pretty high quality production to it, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely. It's it's really. Uh, you know the, the the we've had uh, Graham on on the show a couple of times to talk about this, and uh, they actually delivered because um, it's really, you know, like a different kind of magazine and it's, it's got all these multimedia features. It's it's great. It's got, um, for older listeners perhaps, it's got that, it's got a nice kind of feeling of, you know, Mean Machine Sega or N64 magazine or whatever magazines you mm-hmm. grew up with. For sure, It's got yeah. that kind of, uh, that feel to it with obviously still being really modern and like you say having multimedia stuff i'm just going to go over very quickly um some of the awesome segments they had in it uh uh, past um past processing with tom and uh, al so um that was a a interview they had confessions from a nintendo fan which i like the uh they had a segment called in the arcades which you know i'm a fan of excellent excellent uh, should they get support the Nintendo Switch is an interesting question they pose. Uh, box Art Bash, Sega at EGX, Face Off, should Sega go all in on virtual reality? Uh, they've got a mailbag and an art section, which is really a callback to those old school magazines of yesteryear. Uh, they've got some previews, Monster Boy, uh, Sonic Mania and Dawn of War 3, and some news reviews as well as uh, some reader reviews. So if any of those sound interesting to you, which hopefully, being a Sega fan, they do, uh, head over to megavisionsmag.com and you can purchase the first issue now. So, yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. And there's also the Sega Lounge segment uh, of, of the magazine as well, the, the our, our own interview space. And um, you'll be pleased to know that the full interview, you can uh, listen to a preview of the interview uh, in the Megavisions mag, issue number one, available now. But the full interview will air next week, um, on next week's show on, on the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. It's an interview with Cody Wright, bass player and composer for ToeJam & Earl back in the groove. And it's, it's been a fun one as well, right? Yeah, very cool guy. Yeah, you and I have talked to the guy, and uh, he's uh, he's quite an interesting character. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like yeah, it's he's, he's definitely an artist. 
yes, yeah, that's definitely right? the way you would sum it up. Yeah, <laughs> we spoke to a true artist, a true musician. Yeah. Uh, definitely a funk musician as well. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. Uh, we, we also have a, a, um, an advert on the magazine. Yeah, we... we... Uh, it's it's something we put together in in a few minutes because uh, we found out about this uh, like in the final day of before the the the, 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 the magazine was out. But uh, let us know your thoughts on on our advert, and if yeah. you get the reference, by the way, as well, let us know. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's it for the news. I think for Anit Fruits baskets of news. <laughs> on the Sega Lounge, <laughs> and um, we'll we'll take a quick music break now. Uh, we'll play "Receive You" from the original Yakuza game, and when we come back, it's time to have a chat with Deacon Bros, uh, the man behind the YakuzaFan.com website, right here on the Sega Lounge. This is Radio Sega. Don't go anywhere. We certainly won't.
is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge, and it's time for our interview with our very special guest this week. And joining us on Radio Sega's The Sega Lounge this week, we have Deacon Ross. Hello, Deacon. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey. Hello. Welcome to the show. And so, um, for those that aren't familiar with you, Deacon, you, um, you run a, a very popular uh, website. Called. Well, I, I don't know if uh, very popular is the, uh, the kind of <laughs> phrase there. <laughs> and, and he's humble, too. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, what's, what's it called, by the way? Uh, Yakuzafan.com. Awesome. We uh, post all the, uh, the news and interviews and everything you need to know about uh, Sega's fantastic Yakuza series. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so before we get into the website itself, let's, let's talk about... Um, yourself for a bit uh, your history with video games um, when did you start playing games when did you, did you get acquainted with Sega and Yakuza want to tell us about that sure not a problem uh, so I started playing games oh, I'm not sure of the exact year but it was around I think the late 1980s uh, 89 somewhere around there on the uh, Commodore 64 and I kind of got my start there at, uh, playing I think it was Donald Duck's Playground was my game of choice at the time um, going on from that, I, my parents bought a Sega Mega Drive. We kind of we skipped the first couple of generations. We went right to the Mega Drive uh, in mm -hmm. Australia, and I played the hell out of that. Uh, I'd say favorite games on the Mega Drive: uh, Landstalker and Quackshot. Those, those are fantastic. Good choices. Uh, I will say uh, Soleil or uh, Crusader of Santi. That is a fantastic. Awesome one as well. As well. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. have a lot of very fond memories of the Mega Drive. I, I'm, I'm liking you already, and we just started. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so yeah, go, going on from that, uh, we I, I kind of missed the set. When that came out, uh, we didn't have a lot of money, so we kind of skipped a generation there. Same uh, here, same here. I feel your yeah, pain. Um, yeah, and then that, that kind of died really, really quickly in Australia. I, I don't think I know a single person that bought it personally, I'll be perfectly honest. Uh, and then when the Dreamcast came out, I kind of... That gravitated towards that over the, the PlayStation or any other console. Uh, I was Sega all the way. I'm playing Sonic and Sega games for you know as long as I can remember. So yeah. Dreamcast came out. I went I went all in on that. Got as many games as I could, and uh, yeah, and then it died as well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving on from that, I uh, really got into the Sega's Yakuza series. Uh, geez, it must have been way into the PlayStation 2's life cycle. It was, it was just as Yakuza 3 was actually about to come out in the West, uh, about six months beforehand, I, I kind of heard uh, the guys on Mega64 podcast talking about it, mm. and they, they kind of mentioned it in passing that it was like a Japanese GTA, and I, I'd never heard of the series before then, so I, you know, I thought, why not, I'll go and check it out, and I managed to find the last two copies of Yakuza 1 and 2 in my uh, small town, and played those back-to-back -back within like a week, and just fell in love, and then Yakuza 3 came out, and I played the hell out of that for for ages hundred at least the 200 hours <laughs> wow. like, I, I, I don't know if I want I don't even think I 100% I don't even know if I got 50% of the completion rate in Yakuza 3 but I, I put so much time into it and then I went to go online and see who else was talking about it and there was no fan sites dedicated to Yakuza like there was there's some forums but there was nowhere really to to geek out over the Yakuza series for shame so, 
exactly. Like, there's there's tons of Shenmue fan sites out there. That that game gets so much praise and love, and then it feels like when it comes to Yakuza, they're, they're cut from such the same cloth, and then no one talks about them. It's, it's really bizarre. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned GTA earlier, and now you bring up Shenmue, and I think those are the two games that always get spoken about when you're talking about Yakuza, like kind of. Oh yeah, two. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I thought, well, you know, why not just uh, you know start my own fan site? If, if I can't find anyone to talk to, maybe if I start talking about it, people will come to me. <laughs> um, so I actually went to Tumblr, and I was on there for about four years or so. And eventually, uh, I actually got ended up getting laid off from my current job. And I thought, well, you know what? Why don't we see whether I can make a crack of Yakuza fan full time? I like, you know, getting the news, the interviews. Uh, launching my YouTube channel, I thought I'd give that a shot going full-time with it. Uh, it's maybe not as good as it could be, but I've had a lot of success. Uh, we moved away from Tumblr. We're on a WordPress, a WordPress site now. Yeah. And that's that's done wonders for our SEO and interaction. And, uh, and, really it, and it looks really good when compared to, to Tumblr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It works so much better. The, the, the final straw for Tumblr, they started playing uh, unskippable audio ads. <laughs> during in the middle of the main blog like I, I can understand on the dashboard but people were going to the my main yakuza blog and there was just audio playing in the background and that was it so i, I jumped off that sinking ship as quickly as i could <laughs> yeah. uh yeah so after that yeah i've just been kind of updating that uh tgs was a big push for us we got a lot of uh following on our youtube channel and a lot of traffic to to the website after that and we just had Sega Fest this last weekend, and that's been fantastic. Yeah, indeed. So, yeah, Digit, <laughs> you, are you still in Australia? No, I'm actually out of Canada now. Oh, yeah. I've lived in Canada for about yeah, I've lived in Canada for about ten years. Uh, I met my husband and moved on up here, mm -hmm. and yeah, been here ever since. Great stuff. So, yeah, I was I was noticing that the the, the the accent earlier. That was hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, makes my, sense. My He's Australian, but I thought he was in the in North America. Hmm. That's weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I, I get a lot of people guessing at my accent, so I understand. I'm sure you guys have the exact same problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're, we've got quite a healthy mixture of accents on this, this week's show, I think. Yeah, so, so we, we have Portuguese, oh, yeah, sure. uh, British, yeah. and, and Australian. Interesting. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> quite a mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, so what would you say is your favorite Sega franchise of all time? Hard, oh, that hard one. question. That, that, that's a loaded question. I, you know what? I'm going to throw this out there. It's probably the uh, Yakuza. <laughs> oh, they're, they're, yeah, I, I know it's a, uh, wait. a startling answer. This is going to upset a lot of people, but wait, wait, wait. We, this yeah. deserves this. Is <laughs> I'm shocked. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I think the the better question is maybe second favorite franchise, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna ha I'm gonna have to give that one to Shenmue. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's really hard to 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 decide between the two. I I I have to say Shenmue is my favorite, as most people know. But uh, but Yakuza is is a really great franchise. So the, the the interesting thing here is you only heard about the the series when Yakuza Three was out, right? So yeah. But yeah, you started my, uh, you you played the first one the first two ones uh, before you got into Yakuza Three. Exactly. Well, Yakuza 3 was coming out, I think, in like six months when I first heard about it. 
So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to jump in. I'm not the kind of person that can jump into a, a franchise series at the latest game. I, If I want to get into something, I have to go all the way back to the beginning. Uh, I, I did the same thing with the Persona series. That nearly killed me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I, I just... Oh yeah, that was a rough, that was a rough few months. Um, <laughs> so I, I I played those through back to back. I just I think I even ended up taking a day off work when Yakuza Three came out because I was just I was so into it at that point. Like they totally hooked me, one hundred percent. Great. So am I correct in saying that you you um you obviously enjoy the story of the series as much as all the mechanics and stuff that surround it? For sure. Like there's nothing like Yakuza, especially those first two games. Mm. Uh, Three gets a little bit more anime heavy, but yeah, the <laughs> way that Yakuza One and Two are presented is fantastic. Yes, I, I love. Uh, to be honest, the first two hours of the original game is is a great kind of uh, uh, can I say masterpiece of storytelling. It's I got think so. it's got this great hook that brings you in right away, and uh, yeah. yeah, no, I totally agree. It, it's a damn shame Sega's never brought those to like PlayStation 4 classics. They, I, I think, feel like they're itching for a re-release, and they could get a lot of fans if they just brought them out. Mm-hmm. We, we need Kiwami to be released over here. I least. would be happy with that. I would have been happy with the HD collection on the uh, yeah. PlayStation 3 and the yeah. uh, Kiwami has a lot of changes in the mechanics, and uh, the, there's some things that are maybe for the better or for the worse. But uh, yeah, if they could bring anything out, it would be fantastic. Yeah. At the rate we're getting the, the latest titles, let's hope we, yeah. we can we can have like Kiwami like in three four years. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Even if they skip though, like I, I've I've already resigned myself to knowing that I will never get the, every second Yakuza game. But that's okay because they're all spin-offs, and if I really want to, I can import them, and I do. Let's face it. Yeah, but, that, that, that's uh, actually. As long as I keep bringing out the main series, I'm okay with that. that that's a good question. Have you played the the, the spin-offs? Or any of them? Yes. Yes. Oh, I played. Uh, yes, I, I played through all of them, uh, except, Ooh. ironically, except for uh, Kiwami. I actually only just ordered that one uh, very recently. Okay. Okay. So, what, what, uh, um, so you already said you, you the story in the, the first two games is, is probably the best for you. Uh, what yeah. is your favorite game out of the series so far? I think main honestly, series. Three main series. My favorite. Yeah. Three. I, I I think three is probably my favorite. Just uh, it got a lot of shit. Sorry, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to swear on here, but uh, the, you just it, did. It got a lot of crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it got a lot of crap for the uh, the Australian in me. I, I just I can't help it. <laughs> that's, it's cool. It's cool. That's all I swear. Then it's okay. Um, <laughs> it gets a lot of crap for that first uh, three hours where you're at, you know, Okinawa taking care of the orphans. Just kind of being a dad and take, taking care of business over there and not really doing anything Yakuza related. Yeah. I love that part. That is my favorite part of the game. <laughs> uh, I don't know. If it's, it's probably because I'm a father myself. I actually have five kids. So doing that part of Yakuza 5, That's a lot uh, Yakuza of work. 3, I'm sorry. It is a lot of work and uh, it's not a lot of time for video games. But uh, <laughs> for, for some reason, I felt like, wow, these kids are way better than my kids. Let's put some time in there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, that's pretty. This is this, yeah, this is way more fun. <laughs> uh, and that's how, <laughs> that's uh, what great parenting is like, you know. That's, that's yeah. Hashtag great parenting. Yeah. Hashtag Sega, oh, yeah, Sega sure. parenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so three is your favorite out of the main series. What about the spin-offs? What's your favorite? That's a good question. Honestly, I really like Kenton. 
the, uh, mm-hmm. the first samurai spin-off. It came in between Yakuza 2 and Yakuza 3. Uh, I, I just really like that departure, and I really, I really dig the story. And they totally changed the gameplay mechanics. And for the time that it came out, it was a, it was a good way to see the direction that the series was going in. That there's a lot of things that are staples of the later games, like uh, the, the battle mechanics, the the world mechanics, um, even the revelations. They were all introduced in Kenzen, mm-hmm. and having that game there is kind of this snapshot of while the team was experimenting is really interesting and i really really adore the way it was done yeah yeah awesome yeah. you mentioned the um the fighting uh which is obviously a huge part of all the yakuza games the actual combat itself um what aspects do you think uh uh drew you to the, the combat uh, kind of in in the game as well as you know what's your favorite game for combat and the systems they use Sure. Um, I honestly really like the heat actions. That that as soon as I saw those go off in the first game and pick something up, and then it goes into that little cutscene, yeah. uh, just d- just destroying people with traffic cones and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get enough. It's just people talk about the the feeling of uh, was it a visceral feeling in video games, and I feel yeah. like Yakuza really does that well. Yeah. Sorry. As for my as for my favorite uh, fighting mechanic in the game. Um, geez, this, this is where I get into a problem because they're all so similar. They all run together in my head. Yeah. Um, I think Yakuza Five I really liked. I kind of liked. Uh, is it Shinada, the the the, the baseballer? Yep, yep. Yeah, I really I really liked his uh, battle mechanics. So and uh, Sejima's is always really fun. So I, I think as far as battle mechanics go, Five is the best just because it ha- is it it has the most varied amount. Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So, I think the follow-up question to that would be, what's your favorite character? Uh, mm. I'd say Haruka, honestly. Oh, uh, that's surprising. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I really, I really like Haruka. I feel like, for me, she's the only one who has had a a character arc that actually bridges multiple games. Everyone else in the series has this set mold of who they are. But every single game, Haruka, you can actually see her grow and get stronger and stronger with each different game. She she literally grows up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, that's uh, I was actually I was actually just having a discussion with uh, some of our fans the other day about uh, why Haruka is my favorite, and I was saying I was pointing to the final climactic scene in five, and this is going to get into spoiler territory. But um, basically, she throws away her what she's doing being an idol just so that she can live a quiet life with Kiryu. And I find that in a lot of uh, media, especially Japanese media, you don't see that. You don't see a teenage girl having that coming-of-age story that you wouldn't say a shonen manga, something like that. They, they are also, they're all very fit in that mold of you want to be an idol, nothing else matters. And then <laughs> yeah. she kind of breaks that, throwing it all away, admitting that she's you know the daughter of a famous Yakuza boss and kind of sends her life to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that actually that, that that surprised me. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that answer. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's refreshing to 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 see someone going with a different character. Everyone goes with yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's Kiryu or Akiyama. Yeah, basically, basically, uh, gotta love Majima though. Yeah, like like oh, we all do on Radio Sega. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get to the top. I think it might be on. He, yeah. he might be our mascot. <laughs> yeah. every, t- every time I tune into you guys, it's always like, it's always coming up next. Get to the top, our number one most requested <laughs> song. 
Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't even break my top five favorite Yakuza song. No, I know. It's, it's <laughs> such a shame, actually. It's like an in-joke <laughs> that went too far. Yeah. <laughs> it did go way too far. And yeah, yeah I, I, I sometimes uh, ask myself, why did I end up playing this one one show one time? And yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Um, gotta love Majima. Uh, Magi Magical. Um, <laughs> yeah. So actually, you, you mentioned you mentioned Yakuza 5. Are you excited for Yakuza 0? Obviously you are, but you already played it. Perhaps. Uh, surprisingly enough, that's the only other game in the series that I went media blackout on. Oh. Uh, when Yakuza when Yakuza Zero was uh, first announced, we hadn't got Yakuza Five yet, and so I dug mm-hmm. I dug in my heels and I said I'm not playing any more Yakuza games until Yakuza Five is coming west. So, of course, that took three years <laughs> and uh, and uh, two other Yakuza games in between. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so eventually, Yakuza 5 came out, played the hell out of that, and then I imported uh, Ishin, mm-hmm. played the hell out of that. And by the time I was done Ishin, they announced Yakuza 0, so I'm like, well, I could just, you know, I could import 0, I could stumble my way through the Japanese, because, you know, I, I don't actually read Japanese, which is probably one of the most surprising things about the site. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, but I, I stumbled my way through Ishin, and I'm going to just hold on for that English release of Yakuza 0. I'm, I'm going to import 6, though. I feel like at this point, there's too much hype. I, I have to give it. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to play 0 first? Or just I'm go so. straight uh, to 6? And... I don't know. I think I'm going to go straight to 6, just because like, the, the way my schedule is looking right now, I have Kiwami on the way, which is supposed to be here November 28th. November 29th, the uh, demo for Yakuza 6 comes out in Japan, which is the first chapter, mm-hmm. and all of your save data that you do in that game carries forward to the full game, Yeah. which I'm uh, buying digitally December 8th when it comes out. So I'm going to jump right into 6. Yeah, and then obviously. I feel like as soon as I'm done 6, <laughs> zero is going to come out. <laughs> so it's going to be a packed couple of months. I'm actually kind of happy that they pushed the release of Persona 5 back, because that's another game I'm going to take <laughs> like, a, whole, a whole year off. That's right, yeah. Uh, oh, just a fun fact, actually. Uh, Yakuza 0 is actually released on my birthday, KC. If you're just <laughs> wondering. <laughs> you were wondering about what you should... Yeah. It's, it's funny you should mention that. Yakuza 5 was actually released in Japan the same day that my uh, third daughter was born. Is that right? Yeah, the, the day it came out, my whole fan community was sitting there in, in the chat and on Twitter freaking out about Yakuza 5, and I'm sitting there in a hospital holding a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, judging uh, from your previous comments, uh, you actually celebrate the release date of the game instead of your daughter's birthday every year, right? I actually, I actually have a photo uh, the day that she was born of her holding a copy of Yakuza 1. It's up on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Again, hashtag Sega Parenting. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good parenting question. At what point do you let your kids play the Yakuza games? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Honestly, there there's they're not too bad for violence. Like there are some brutal moments, but after the fight is done, everyone's kind of okay. Yeah, so, I don't I don't even think they're that particularly violent. The violence is so over the top that it's that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm fine letting my kids play it no matter what the age. As long as I'm in the room and I can explain to them what is happening in the context for the violence and yeah, just laugh along with how ridiculous it is, I don't really have a lot of restrictions. I'm a pretty uh, <laughs> pretty lax parent, I'll be honest. 
One minute you're explaining why people are fighting, and the other you're explaining why uh, a huge guy is uh, walking slowly uh, on yeah. a street and dodging people who are slipping by, and he's trying yeah. to <laughs> deliver ramen or whatever to a guy that's just across the street. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I was playing Yakuza 5 earlier, so I, I just left my ass off with that. Yeah, please was, please uh, deliver this. This is really uh, urgent. This is like life yeah. or death. Just deliver this to the guy that's straight across the, the street. And uh, please be careful because people are, are sleeping on the ice. Yeah, I, I, was, <laughs> I was playing uh, Yakuza Ishin a little while ago and I had my uh, eight-year-old sitting next to me while I was having the... Uh, th there's a naked fist fight you have in a bathhouse. <laughs> and so I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe you should leave the room for this one. And she's like, why? And I was like, ah... <laughs> Because they're you know, fighting! I'm picking the guy up and I'm spinning him around. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and people uh, ask us why we love the, the, these games. Yeah, oh, so, so, good. so jumping uh, straight into the, the website itself. So, uh, you, you already told us that you, you started the, the Tumblr blog um, because there was no one else doing it at the time. Um, What what kind of content have you, you shared with people throughout the years? Uh, well, it, first of all, it just started off with uh, either my own fan art or uh, fan art I found on Pixiv, and then kind of it was just me gushing long text long text posts owed to Yakuza games. Um, after that, we went into more sharing uh, videos. Uh, we didn't do a lot of our own video content until this year when we started the new website but uh we would share everything that came down the feed during tgs or uh whatever the case may be uh just just basically trying to hype up the series we're kind of a pseudo news pseudo hype blog at this point but i feel like anyone that comes to yak as a fan should expect us to be lavishing all of the games with praise like we have a habit <laughs> of going through it finding even if some even if there's something dumb in the games we'll, we'll find something to kind of redeem that factor we, we overlook a lot of yakuza's flaws just because of how much we love the series the, the dumb parts are the best ones exactly <laughs> uh the, the the one that i can point to uh is the one they just announced for yakuza 6 that they're going to have play at uh, uh, day one dlc you you can now buy packs of cards like ran randomized packs of cards to import characters into this side uh, the clan creator system yeah And they're going to be selling them for like 500 yen each on the PSN. That is awful. I hate that. That is <laughs> that that is the worst thing the series has ever done. And the way I'm spinning it in my own head is, well, at least I'll get more money, so the next game is going to be even better. Spoken <laughs> <laughs> like a true fan. Yeah, exactly. I, I was already joking that I could uh, start my own Twitch channel and just open packs of Yakuza cards for bits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, that's that's. That's in all seriousness, not a bad idea, but... <laughs> yeah, that's what half the channels are already. <laughs> Re replace Overwatch with the Yakuza, same concept. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you, you're, you're doing videos, you're sharing... I personally, um, ever since I found you guys, you're my main source for uh, Yakuza news, so yeah. You, you actually told us that um, you don't know Japanese. Or at least yeah. that well, right? Th that's surprising because you you actually share most of the news when they came out in Japan. Uh, a few minutes or hours later, you're already posting something about it on your website. How do you do it? Do you have someone that helps you? Uh, with, with I, I have a couple part? of 
I have a couple of people in my community. Uh, shout out to uh, Chelsea. She's our uh, kind of unofficial translator. Uh, she, she usually do, does the, like, the bigger articles, like the Famitsu Wednesdays. She gets those day one and forwards them to us right away, uh, completely translated. So that, that's always fantastic. Um, we, we also, we're also friends with KHH subs and he's always on board to translate us if we need us. I, 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 because I don't really, you know, pay a staff, I have a hard time asking people to translate things for free. So anything mm-hmm. that does arrive with a translation is just, it's completely on their end. It's something that they've wanted to do for themselves and then they send it over. And, uh, that, that helps me out and it, I can post that to the community and I get tons of positive feedback. and. If you'll notice any post where someone has translated something for me, I go out of my way to make sure that everyone knows this is where the translation came from. Go over, send this guy some love because I don't, I don't want to have any hard feelings. I don't want anyone to feel like they've been taken advantage of. Um, That's great. As far as as far as getting the news early, uh, usually during TGS I give up on sleep. <laughs> I'm uh, I. When, T- when the news actually hits, it's usually about 4 a.m. my time. So I-, I will just sit up and hang out on Twitter and in the chat and just watch weird the- weird Japanese feeds, hoping that Nagoshi will make an appearance. <laughs> and th- I'll-, I'll take what I can get. Uh, those posts usually don't come with a lot of uh, textual descriptions. It's more a case of, wow, look how great this trailer is. Everybody watch it and get hyped up. <laughs> there's not a lot of translation work that goes into those. Uh, anytime there's a text article, I've gotten really good over the years of uh, using machine translators as much as I can to get a general gist of the article and then writing it in a presentable way for people to digest in English. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of behind the scenes and it's a little bit of uh, fine tuning. So, I do what great. I can. Yeah, yeah I, I was just saying uh, a lot of work, but some great work there, you guys do. Okay, thank you. So, you're you're the main person behind the website. Uh, you have apart, yes. apart from those guys that help you, that send you stuff, translated stuff, and and, and whatever. Uh, do you have uh, you know regular contributors to the website as well? Not usually, honestly. We're kind of a one-man show over here. Um, Cal helps. Uh, Cal's my co-host on the podcast, and he helps out with um, usually social media stuff and uh, j- just kind of fan interaction things like that. When I'm overwhelmed or busy or whatever the case may be that's the uk user fan podcast right yeah that's a that's a yakuza fan podcast yeah yeah and cal's my co-host over there okay yeah, yeah. and that's hosted on your site right if yep. people yeah right. yes we, we've i put it up on youtube uh every friday well i try to get it up every friday and uh, we actually do a patreon and that goes up for backers every wednesday so Right, right after the Famitsu, right after the Famitsu news comes out, we record the podcast and kind of react to it and uh, let everyone know what's going on with news for the week and put it out there. Cool, cool, awesome stuff. Uh, apart from the news and the podcast, do you um, record other kind of videos uh, and put it up oh, on you know your, your YouTube <laughs> channel? Okay, um, usually uh, my my most popular series currently is uh, our Forging the Dragon series which uh-huh. goes into the history of the Yakuza games, specifically at this point, Yakuza 1. And we go from the the inception of Yakuza, when, when Nagoshi first came up with the idea to make Riga Gotoku in Japan. And it goes from the inception of that idea right at the very start, right after um, Smile Bit and I, what was it, AM3, AM2? Right, right, right after they merged, right up into release. So we, we've got dev stories, we've got it just kind of it tells the story, bridges the gap, tells the story of how this 
one guy pushed his idea, idea through Sega and all the crap that he had to go through just to get it made. Well, that sounds really interesting. What was it called again? Forging the Dragon. Oh, man. I, I haven't actually honestly heard of that, but I'm, I'm like, sincerely going to check that out. Probably after it, it. Yeah, it, is the, it is the thing I am most proud of. Uh, and I, I will say uh, thanks again to our translator, Chelsea, just while I've got the, this platform, because she <laughs> helped with a lot of the translations of the interviews. Shout out to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. that's Ujinjahime on uh, Twitter. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I, I, I actually um, saw one of the episodes, and um, uh, my, my main question about it is how do you guys uh, find so much information about the series? How did you do that, and how <laughs> how how were you? Um, because I, I I imagine most most of the stuff is in Japanese, obviously, and is yep. not really that easy to find. I think, or is it? Uh, uh, it's a little bit of both. It's it's easy to find if you know the right keywords to search, uh, mm -hmm. but getting a comprehensive timeline is kind of the tricky part. In Japan, there is a series of books that were actually released that kind of uh, do bridge the timeline of the Yakuza series about how, how it was made. Uh, they never made it over here. They're only kind of partially translated. Um, but it is kind of the basis for uh, my job of making this video series to expose that to as many people as possible. Um, as I said, it is a very rough timeline. We go into depth and we find any other developer interviews uh, at the time. Any any time that there's been an interview discussing what, what happened on this day uh, during development, we bring all those into the series as well. So it's it's quite more it's a lot more comprehensive than just the original book was. It is a, a complete history of how Yakuza was made. Awesome, yeah. Uh, that's Again, a lot of work and great work and great work. <laughs> it, it is a lot of work. It, it is a lot of work. It is a lot of uh, late nights. I I try to have an episode up every two weeks. Um, I'm supposed to have one up this Friday. I haven't actually started writing it yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of dreading that. Uh, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you're listening to the show right now, and so tomorrow. Um, you'll, you'll get a new episode of Forging the Dragon uh, as promised by Deacon right here on the Sega Lounge oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no pressure no pressure I'll, I'll do my best I will do my best for sure <laughs> awesome yeah we, we're obviously recording this not on a Thursday we're recording this uh, Sunday so yeah he, you still have time nope there, there's no, not that many you know not, not, yeah, not, not that I, much yeah. pressure as, as people are thinking right now. Yeah, this is pre-recorded, people. Yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of uh, freelance work in the last couple of weeks, so that's kind of pushed my schedule a lot of, uh, a lot of alignment. I, I, was, mm -hmm. I was doing okay when I could work on the series during the day, but now I have to exclusively work in the evenings after my kids go to bed. So I'm, I'm finding myself staying up until like 2 or 3 in the morning just to get uh, Yakuza fan work done. <laughs> yeah, that's dedication right there. Running a website, running a, f a fan site isn't easy. It's it's really not. There's, there's a lot of love and dedication to go into all of them, and that's that's true of every Sega, every fan site. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we, we've been chatting for a while now. I think it's time we take a quick music break, uh, and uh, this week, as per usual, we're playing music that was picked by our guest and um, Deacon. You you picked some some interesting tunes. We already played. Uh, receive you from the original Yakuza game. Uh, Want to tell us why you picked that, that track? 
Honestly, that one is one of those tracks that is prevalent throughout every game. There, there is a version of mm -hmm. Receive You, I believe, in every Yakuza title. Yeah. And they, they kind of change it every time to, just to suit the game a little bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, th this is a, an interesting fact that actually was part of my Forging the Dragon series. Uh, the original composer of the track, uh, Hidenori Shoji, took 30 tries to get that song exactly as Nagoshi wanted it. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that actually made, that actually stayed throughout the entire track was that guitar riff. Um, everything else he kept changing and iterating and trying to get it exactly perfect, which uh, kind of explains how they ballooned the budget from a billion yen to 2.4 billion yen. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they kind of were a little bit off on their estimate on uh, Yakuza 1. Uh, just, just, just a little. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're now going to play uh, Let's Go Away, the piano version from Daytona USA. And that's... You picked this one because? Uh, honestly, I just... I really adore this track. I have a lot of memories. Uh, the, the last... When I was a child, the last big vacation I took with my entire family before we all kind of split up and did our own thing, we went to a hotel and the only arcade machine that was on 24 hours a day blaring the Daytona theme was Daytona USA, just right, right down in the uh, the lobby of the hotel. Um, years isn't, later, isn't that I would, always the case? With, with it is wh wherever you go, there's always a Daytona USA machine somewhere. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is. It's fantastic. It's one of my favorite racing games. I would say it's probably the game that got me into racing games. I'm, I'm not a huge fan, but there are certain titles that I will be drawn to. Mm -hmm. uh, on, on top of that, it is also the first game that Tashihiro Nagoshi, the director of uh, Ryuki Goroku. Directed. It is his very first directorial role of a game. Yeah, indeed. And so, I have that's a one, great fi one final story. Mm -hmm. One final story. Uh, I, as I mentioned, my uh, husband Cal, he actually went up to Takanobu Mitsuyoshi uh, when he was in Toronto for video game for, for play a video game symphony. He was actually here in Canada, and to get an autograph, he walked up and kind of poked him in the back <laughs> and startled, <laughs> startled the hell out of him to ask for an autograph. He knows martial arts, so yeah, <laughs> that's the. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he he actually he apologized about a few times and said he had to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I just just the sweetest guy though. Did yeah. you get the uh, autograph? No, of course not. He fucked up. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, well, that's what he does, you know. He, yeah. he that guy dude moves in mysterious ways. I, I so, think you know, we just I, he phased into the scenery. <laughs> <laughs> only, only one way to describe this. Oh no! Amazing! Oh. Amazing! Amazing! <laughs> yeah, we love Taki dude. I'd reduce that as well. So, uh, DK, we were going to play the uh, 20 West. We were going to play the piano version of Let's Go Away. And we're also going to play uh, this week's edition of Memories of Sega by A Winner With You. This week dedicated to Zero Wing. And uh, we'll, we're going to just uh, listen to A Winner With You talk about his memories of Zero Wing. We're going to play a track from the game called New Day For Me from the, the second stage. And we'll be right back with a surprise for you, Deacon, because every time we have a guest on the, on the Sega Lounge, we have uh, an amazing surprise for our guests. Okay, so... Uh, get hype, and we'll be right yeah. back. We'll be right back I'm with so <laughs> with Deacon <laughs> on the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega.
90s to the present. Take a trip back in time with A Winner Was You as he looks back at the Sega games that defined his life. Memories of Sega. This week, we're looking back at one of the most infamous shooters on the Mega Drive, Zero Wing. This particular game came, became notorious for its intro, featuring some of the worst mangling of the English language ever in a video game. This led to the game becoming one of the first ever internet memes as well. However, behind all the memes lies a cracking little shoot-em-up which is well worth investigating. Originally released in the arcade by shooter experts Toplan, who were also responsible for the popular shooter Hellfire, the game was ported to the Mega Drive by the same company and with excellent results. I first saw this game in issue 6 of Sega Pro Magazine, which had a mini-review of the game. It only showed a picture of the intro, but I already figured out it was a shooter, and those didn't particularly interest me in my youth. I did see more of the game proper in an actual review in Sega Power, and in one, one of Me Machines as well, both of which were positive. I didn't get to play the game until 2001 when I was rebuilding my Mega Drive collection. I found a copy of the game at my local cash converses and was looking for games I hadn't played before just as much as I was looking for games from my childhood. So 
so I decided to pick it up. I quickly found I was a bit crap at it when I started playing it, but I nonetheless enjoyed it. However, for reasons that completely escaped me, I got rid of it years, a few months later. I honestly don't know why I did it, and I regretted my decision badly. To make matters even worse, the game was quite rare and I couldn't find another copy for the love of me. My hopes of finding another copy finally came true about three weeks ago, actually. I actually managed to find a copy of a game at a stall in London Comic Con last October. Couldn't have been happier to have it back in my collection, and I don't intend to let go of it ever again. The game itself is a horizontally scrolling shooter. There's nothing particularly new about it. The only really unique feature about it is a tractor beam that lets you grab smaller enemies and fling them across the screen. The first power-up you collect adds two, action, two options to your ship, one at the top and the other at the bottom. These not only increase your range, but can also absorb enemy bullets and even destroy enemies just by touching them. A particularly nice touch is if you go into a narrow space, and you'll do this quite often, your options will actually squeeze in with you. This isn't without its drawbacks though, it does make your ship take up a fair amount of the screen, and with so many other things on screen, it can be hard to keep track of your location. Or maybe that's just my own problem, oh, trouble keeping up with things. You only have three main weapons, a spread shot, a laser and homing missiles, but picking up the same weapon twice will upgrade it to a maximum of three levels. There are also speed ups and smart bombs available. Of course, there are bosses to deal with, most of the time you have a mid and end of level boss to get through, and as you'd expect, they're quite tough to put down. In fact, it's a pretty tough game in general, though the easy setting not only has infinite continues, but they start you back at the last checkpoint as opposed to the very start of the level, which means anyone can get through it with a little bit of perseverance. I've currently only made it as far as stage 6 of 8, but I think with a little more time I could actually beat the game. The normal and hard settings limit your credits, so experts should be nicely challenged by this as well. It's easy to overlook Zero Wing as that game with the bad English, but once you actually play the game you'll see it so much more. While it has nothing new, Topolin seems to have focused more on tightening up the gameplay as much as possible. The graphics are very nice, while the soundtrack has some superb tunes in there. Most importantly, it's a lot of fun and nicely challenging. Though I've died a lot in it, I don't think there was a single death that wasn't my fault, which is good. Having said that, shooter experts will want to play on any other setting than easy, otherwise they could finish it rather quickly. That aside, it's another great shooter for Mega Drive, and one I'm very happy to own again. Memories of Sega
Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. We just played a new day for me from Zero Wing as picked by a winner with you. And I hope you enjoyed this week's edition of uh, Memories of Sega. We're back with uh, Deacon Ross, uh, the main man behind YakuzaFan.com. Uh, Welcome back, Deacon. Hey. hey. And, I'm uh, still hey. You couldn't awesome. get rid of me yet. Indeed, indeed. And we wouldn't want it any other way because we have a surprise for you. So every week on the Sega Lounge, we have something we like to call the Sega Lounge Challenge, uh, and it's not the okay. same. It's not the same without an intro, special intro we have. Uh, you know, for you to, to get in the mood for for this for this challenge, uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's it's really 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 fun. I, I I assure you. So before we get into the challenge, let's take a listen to the Sega Lounge Challenge intro. Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. So, not scary at all. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I'll be honest, that intro was a little full burning. <laughs> my, my memory is not the best at uh, the best of times, so uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so, it, it, as the guy said, uh, James Earl Jones there, uh, he, he said it can be anything we want. He's not kidding. He's not kidding. Um, we, we know you're a, a huge Yakuza fan. Uh, the question is, do you know the music to the Yakuza series? Oh, boy. Uh, and so, <laughs> we have a little game here called Spot the Outsider. Um, okay. And this time, we're going to do things a little bit differently. So, uh, usually, uh, both me and my co-hosts know the answers to the questions or, you know, how the game goes. This week, I haven't shared this with... Uh, I need fruits. I only gave him the name of the of the game, right? Okay. Am am I lying? I need fruit. No. I am speaking the truth. This, I that's a, why I get a feeling you're going to be better at this than I am. No, no, no. Actually, actually, uh, uh. the reason behind this is because you're going to have uh, I need fruit helping you if you so choose. So what's, uh, let me explain the game. I have five different sets of three uh, tracks, three Sega tracks. Okay. In each set, two tracks are from Yakuza games, and one of them is not. Mm -hmm. And as the name of the game implies, you need to spot the outsider. You need to spot, tell me, which one of the three tracks is not a Yakuza track, okay? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna play the, the full tracks. Obviously, I have ten second-long clips of each track, uh, so you need to pay close attention. Obviously, and I'm gonna ask you uh, what your answer is. And then I'm, I'm gonna ask. Uh, I need fruit his answer, and you'll have the chance of either going with your answer or taking his help and going with his. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Now I'm, I'm gonna throw out a prediction. 
I don't yeah. think I'm going to get a single one of these correct. <laughs> it, it is going to be. It is we'll rough. See. You we'll guys. See. <laughs> so we'll see. So in Maybe. order for you to be happy, you need to get one right. Is that correct? One, one would would be okay. stunning. <laughs> I, I would be very happy with that. <laughs> Let's see, let's see, maybe Anitrud will be able to help you. Who knows? Okay. Uh, so are you ready for the first set of three tracks? Let's yeah, do let's do it. Okay, so let's play um, track number one. That was track number one. Time for track number two. And number three. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so oh wow! <laughs> I don't need I don't need you to tell me the names of the tracks or what games they're from. I just need you to tell me which one of these is not a Yakuza track. Okay. Oh wow! Want that, me to replay the, the 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 clips? <laughs> I don't I don't think it'll help. I'll be honest. <laughs> okay. So what the, the, game, the, the, the <laughs> games have so much music. <laughs> <laughs> which one doesn't uh, sound like a Yakuza track yeah. to you? One, two, or three. To me, to me, I'd say three. Okay. Oh, I, I think for me, it's a toss-up between one and three. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, which means it's probably two. Uh, <laughs> um, I will have agree. A more faith in, in yourself. What about you, agree, Alfred? Yeah. yeah. I That's think three. Three sounds, sounds kind of out there, but it could also be like the the soundtrack for Boxelios. So. Right. Right. It sounds uh, a bit like Fantasy Star to me. Yeah. Something, uh, yeah, something in that. Okay, so yeah. okay I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with three. You're going to go with three. Yeah. yeah. And let's see if you got it right. Uh, I think you did. Yay. Indeed, you did. So uh, one was uh, 36 Strings Nocturne from Yakuza 5. Two was Hideout from the original Yakuza game. And three was A New Journey from Shenmue. <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that sounded kind of sci-fi-y for uh, Shenmue. Uh, yeah, right. Mm, I liked it. Okay, okay. So let's go with the second set of three songs, shall we? So you get one point, which, okay, so you, you said you wanted one. Point. I'm off to a good start. We could, we could end it here and I'd be happy. Yeah, let's see if you, if you get the other ones right. Of I, I, I think yeah. we'll, we're going to have a perfect score this week. Let's see, let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay, mm. so, set number two, track number one. Ooh. Track number two. <laughs> and thre uh, track number three. <laughs> hmm. Any guesses? 
I which one doesn't I belong? Sure. I think it's track number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that. That's my guess. Just I got a gut feeling about it, and just to me, it doesn't sound right. I spent a lot of time skipping through uh, Yakuza tracks to try and find good ones to use in videos, and that one's not ringing any bells. But <laughs> as I said, my memory isn't the best, so who knows? <laughs> Annie Trout, what's your guess? Um, I'm gonna... This <laughs> sounds like a cop. I'm gonna have to agree again. So let's go for them. So no help at all, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no, I get no, you. No, I get fault. you. Perfect. <laughs> do you want me to say? Do you want me to say track one? Track one. <laughs> I'm going with track two. <laughs> okay. It's so uh, you should have gone with track one, actually. No. <laughs> yeah. Track one was oh, uh, was uh, temple. The, the theme of Kage from Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown. Oh, it's, it yep. sounds so much like something from my issue. I know, it I, does know. Look, I know. It's super close. And then we had number two was North Manus from Yakuza 2. And number three was Brand New Japanesque from Yakuza Kenzen. Oh, of course. Yep. So, okay. One out of two. Okay. Not bad. That's let's, not bad. Let's go 50%, with... I can live with that. Yeah, let's go with, with, uh, with the third set of tracks and let's play number one shall we yep number two and then we have track number Let's let's do this the other way around this time. I need fruit. What do you think? What's your guess? Out of these three, which um, one doesn't belong? Okay. Well, I would say... Um... <laughs> uh, track number one? Sure. Yes, please. Let's replay this. Yeah, boogie all night and rock your body. Hmm. Hmm. Boogie all night, love check. Maybe I don't know. Um, that's... I would, I'd be tempted to say number one on that. Okay. You know, I, I think I agree with you, but uh, you know, I feel like I'm going to say number one, and then it's going to be one of the uh, disco tracks from uh, Yakuza Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, I let let's go number one. Let let's go with my first gut feeling. Oh my god, you guys suck so, so Oh hard. no! I'm joking, I'm joking. That's correct, yay, yay. that's correct. Uh, the, the first track was Don't Stop Rocking from Mai Mai. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we had yeah. Love Check, the second one was Left Love Check from uh, Dead Souls. And number three was Mr. Naganuma's Vendor Pop from Yakuza 5. So, yeah. Right on. Uh, well done. I think we, we should move on and play the, the the fourth set of tracks. Let's go with track number one. Smooth. Number two. 
and number three. Yep. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Uh, those are I have rough, to say, man. I handpicked them myself, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're getting progressively uh, more difficult to guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, one, two, or three. What's your gut feeling on this one? I'm feeling like number two again. Just, uh, mm -hmm. it's another one of those ones that's not ringing any bells, but. Okay. I mean, mm. it, okay. We've, had ten, we've had 10 years of Yakuza, and at this point, that <laughs> the next thing out of that. Can we listen to number three again? It, that, that number three doesn't sound like a Yakuza track to me. I don't That's, know why. It, it sounds to me like a, a from a hostess club or a uh, like when uh, Akiyama's managing the hostesses. Uh, okay. And the first one being like a whiskey bar or something? Yeah, it sounds kind of like the uh, one of the hideout themes. But What uh, made you replay or, any uh, of them? Like the Bantam theme. Uh, let's okay. replay three. Let's, give, let's, let's, let's replay just three give a listen. Again. Regular listeners of the Sega Lounge know this track. They probably don't know where this track is from, but they know the track. Mm. Because this Aww. is used as one of my music pads. Oh, now that, that makes me want to say three more than ever. Uh, <laughs> do it. Yeah, okay, let's go three. Let's do it. Maybe I should have kept my mouth shut, I think. Uh, because, uh, no, no. <laughs> was it number two? Sorry. It was number two, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> you led me astray. So, number astray. one was uh, Bar Crest uh, Rainy from Yakuza 5, number three oh, was The Casino from Yakuza 4, uh, and number two, which was this one, was Bosno from Shenmue. Oh, of course. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Again with the Shenmue. I can't yeah. help it. Uh, I can't help it. Yeah. Okay. So two out of four right now. So uh, you have one I final chance uh, of, of being declared the biggest Yakuza fan on earth. Oh, no. <laughs> or, so, or something. Um, with the fifth set of three songs. Let's play number one. Number two. Funky. Number three. <laughs> oh, these are definitely getting more tricky. Uh, could I uh, hear number one again? Sure thing. This is number one. The tricky part about this, about this, this, these three tracks is that 
I don't think any of them sound like a, a Yakuza track. Yakuza, yeah, I was going to say. They really don't. Yeah. The first one sounds like a racing game to me. Mm-hmm. That, that's exactly how I'm feeling, but I, I feel like then it's going to turn out to be like Outrun from Yakuza Zero. <laughs> so <I> said, <laughs> Uh, no, uh, no, that's, I, I wouldn't other, do that. Or like the taxi uh, submission from Yakuza 5. Mm-hmm. Hmm. First one sounds like a racing game. The third one sounds like a shoot 'em up of some kind. Yeah. The second well, one that... is... <laughs> is, yeah. really, is really funky. I, I, am le- I am leaning towards number one. I think number three, again, sounds like Boxtelius. So should, should, should I play the three tracks again? Why not? It's the finale. Let's go. For yeah, it. it's the finale. Let's let's try number one again. Number two. Número tres. Oh, I was <laughs> feeling confident in my answer. Now I actually feel worse about it. Um, I feel like three sounds like it's from like a Sega Saturn game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is so rough. So I'm going to give you a hint. The two Yakuza tracks, um, one is from Yakuza 3 and the other one is from Yakuza 0. Hmm. Having not played Yakuza 0 <laughs> and having played Yakuza 3, I think, six years ago, this doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to go I'm gonna go with number three just because so there's something off about it that makes it sound a little bit older than okay. uh, the other tracks. Mm-hmm. What about so, you, Wadid Fruit? Yeah, well, I, I, I'm going to go three as well. Let's, let's do it. Damn you. All in. Yeah, You're useless. Uh, mm. So you 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 said that number three sounds uh, older, right? It, it's it's it sounds a little bit older. Mm. Like I said, it sounds a little bit more like a Sega Saturn game or a like like, like maybe era. it's from the eighties, perhaps. Oh like, no! Like maybe it's from I don't know Yakuza Zero or something. No. <laughs> so number uh, one was Fish On from Yakuza Three. Because that's oh, what he, that's no. what what kind of music you you listen to while fishing, obviously. Yeah, of course. Uh, and number two was Funk Fair from Daytona USA Championship Circuit oh. Edition. And number <laughs> three was Beyond the Speed from Yakuza Zero. Uh, oh no! So yeah, two out of five, not bad at all. Oh, uh, I can feel my fan base yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, right. I, I was absolutely no help either. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I I still think you you deserve the Sega Lounge seal of approval, which doesn't exist uh, actually. But uh, maybe one day. I keep saying this every week. I need to come up with something, and when I do, I'm gonna send it to you, and you can. You can tell your mum and dad that you got the Sega Lounge seal of approval. Yeah. <laughs> next, next time you can you can approach Takenobu Mitsuyoshi with your Sega Lounge seal of approval, and then he'll give yes. you an autograph. <laughs> oh, 
perfect. You could sign the seal. That'd be perfect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Deacon, uh, it was really fun to have you on the show. Uh, before before we, we we end the interview and, and play some music, um, want to tell us uh, anything else about your website? Um, what things people can expect in the coming days and weeks from you on yakuzafan.com? Sure, I'd be happy to. So uh, I'm trying once a week to get out a video, uh, whether it be Forging the Dragon or just uh, something that I've written and produced myself uh, to do with the Yakuza series. Uh, I usually try to have something like that out once a week. Um, every month we uh, put up some new shirts. We just put up a couple of new uh, uh, Christmas-themed T-shirts. So Ooh, if you guys right, want to yeah. get on, in on those, jump yeah. on them now because uh, I'm very proud of those designs. Yeah, you, you have some, some awesome designs there, yeah. I, I actually I, I, I recommend I them to everyone. <laughs> awesome, thank you so much. Um, other than that, we just wrapped up our coverage of Sega Fest. I think there's there's one more video that I still have to post this evening. I'm going to do that as soon as we're done here. Uh, so by the time this goes out, you guys can go back through the archives and find that. But uh, yeah, just just look forward to uh, Yakuza 6 coverage, Yakuza 0 coverage. Um, I will give a quick uh, plug to our Patreon. Uh, yep. We're fully... Uh, and supported like i've got a few ads on my side and ads on the youtube channel I, i'm sure you, you guys know ads are basically useless at this point and uh all of our funding comes from people through patreon so i i couldn't be more happy with the, the people who choose to give through that and it just it keeps the lights on and lets us continue to update the site in a timely manner it, it lets me stay up until four in the morning to watch weird japanese streams of <laughs> a guy mocap to curio <laughs> yeah <laughs> Indeed. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah we're, we're gonna uh, include a, a link to the Patreon on on the oh, podcast description, so and we're gonna share it during the show on our social media. So if you feel perfect. like contributing, feel free to. Awesome. Yeah. And look out for the next episode of Forging the Dragon tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Beca- <laughs> because you just said so again. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna will it into existence overnight. Awesome. <laughs> I forgot to ask you a question uh, uh, in the beginning of the, the interview um, sure. about about the games themselves. Do you prefer the games with their original Japanese voices or uh, with, uh, with dubbed uh, English uh, the, dubbing? The, uh, oh, the original, hands down. Uh, th- I really thought that the first game was done a disservice with its uh, dub. It, I, I found that most of the characters they didn't fit. They they changed a bunch of names. I just I wasn't impressed, and then as soon as two came back with its full dub with uh, Takaya Kuroda as Kiryu, I could not be happy with the direction that the series has taken to continue to have the original voice cast intact. Yeah, it gives it that uh, extra Japanese feeling, right? Yeah, that all, that, that more, authenticity the, that yeah, I love. You get immersed in that world. The voices for sure. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Deacon. Uh, not sure if you want to add anything else. Oh, uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, <laughs> twitter.com slash yakfan. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash yakfan. And I think that's it. Yeah, you, you can We're find all these links <laughs> in the podcast description as well. So go check out yakuzafan.com. Uh, Deacon, thank you so much for coming on the Sega Lounge. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. This has been a blast. It's and, been you know, really fun. And uh, you need to come back soon. I, I have a feeling that we'll be listening from you soon. Sooner rather Definitely. than later. Yeah, I have a feeling. Oh, I would be I would be more than happy to make my return. Mm. I need to uh, beat that two out of five. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. Yeah, and so thank you so much. We're gonna. Um, oh, I have to ask you why you picked these next two tracks as well. Uh, the concept of love, uh, the concept of passion mix from Ollie King and Super Brother from Jetset Radio. Okay, uh, those were two tracks that um, not not a lot of people know that the original writer on the Riga Gotoku series, uh, Nagoshi, came up with the concept, and uh, Saishu Hase is credited as the writer for the series in the West, which is actually incorrect. It was Masayoshi Yokoyama who is now the current producer and director on, uh, sorry he's the current producer on the series and he's also been the lead writer for the scenario from Yakuza 1 all the way through to now uh, he's the one who's written every game uh, Saishu Hase was kind of the uh, the supervisor but getting back on track um, Masayoshi's <laughs> first game as director was actually um, Oli King the, uh, the arcade game by Smilebit and uh, this is my favorite song on that soundtrack. I thought it would be a nice little tribute to his first game. Awesome. And as for uh, uh, the Jet Set Radio one, that was Masayoshi Kikuchi, who was also uh, one of the creators of Riga Gotoku. He worked with Nagashi on the very first game, kind of getting it off the ground. He was the only guy who believed in Nagashi's idea, right? As soon as he heard it, he said, yes, this is a game that Sega should make. And uh, he worked with Yokoyama on Jet Set Radio. And this is, I think, my favorite song on the album. Great stuff. So we're going to start with The Concept of Love by our good friend Hideki Naganuma. Uh, and we're going to be right back with more of the Sega Lounge. Deacon, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, all the best for YakuzaFan.com and for your your own sunshine uh, house, not orphanage. <laughs> yeah, orphanage, uh, yeah. No, not really, but your sunshine house. <laughs> yeah, it'll be an orphanage eventually, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm taking in all the orphan children I'm, I'm the good guy here, come on yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank, thank you so much for having me guys It's been a real blast It's been great yeah, So we'll, we'll gonna, we're going to play the Oli King track And we're going to be right back with the After Hours segment of the Sega Lounge Keep it here, this is Radio Sega Understand, 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 understand Understand, understand the concept of love
Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega.
Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. We just played um, a Jet Set Radio track, Super Brother, uh, as requested by Deacon. And um, yeah, and it's it's been a great interview. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, knowing more about Deacon and the Yakuza fan website. Um, so it's now time to say our goodbyes. But before we do that, in the After Hours segment of this show, uh, let us just mention a few things. So first up, Next week's show, as we mentioned before, um, will be our um, interview with Cody Wright. So, Anit Fruit will be back next week as co-host. Yay! Always fun. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I, lo- I love the, the enthusiasm. Yeah. Right there. It's yeah. always fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um and uh, <laughs> so, so it's it's going to be a, a, an interesting episode of the Sega Lounge. Um, we have a few uh, news. Hopefully, next week we'll be able to finally announce something interesting that's going to happen uh, on Radio Sega in December. Uh, some of you probably know what it is already because you, you know if you're if you've been around Radio Sega for a while now. You probably know what it is, but uh, hopefully next week we'll have uh, time to announce that properly. So stay tuned to RadioSega.net and uh, you know, and our social media and everything. We'll try to update you on that soon. Um, we have other shows coming up. Next one, next one being uh, Sega Mix Drive with Rexy. So tomorrow at 9 p.m. Uh, Western Europe time or GMT. Uh, don't forget that. Um, uh, tomorrow's the penultimate, actually, uh, episode of this season of Sega Mixer Drive. So uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, next week, it's the end of the season, which will also be... Um, so after next week's Sega Mixer Drive episode, uh, we'll be putting up a poll for you to vote for the Fan Choice Song of the Year 2016 awards. Uh, but this year we have three categories. We have Song of the Year, as per usual. We have Request of the Year and Remix of the Year. So we have three categories. We'll, we'll be having, uh, we'll be putting up a poll up uh, for everyone to vote for the three categories and that'll be done after Sega Mix Drive next week, after the season finale when Rexy announces uh, the, fu- the songs that will make it into the poll for request for remix of the year. However, you still have one week to go uh, to nominate your favorite songs uh, for the song of the year category. Have you done it already, Anifrut? Putting you on I... the spot right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Awesome. So, uh, and you should know that uh, people uh, need to uh, suggest um, tracks, songs, not games. 
So mm-hmm. if you're one of those guys that have suggested the games, I'm sorry, but Persona Five number one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but your nomination won't count because we need songs. So please uh, come up with song names. Go to RadioSega.net, search for the game, and you'll find a list of tracks you can nominate. So you know that's how you do it, and uh, list them in order of preference because the first one you you actually mention gets five points. And the last one gets one point, so you know, arrange them in order of preference. Uh, yeah, so I think we're we're all done with this week's show. Uh, thank you all for listening. Anything else you'd like to add? I need fruit. Um, no, not really. Thanks for having me again, Katie. It's been a pleasure as always. I look forward to next week as well because uh, that that's uh, that's a great interview. Also, I, I've, I've just realised I kind of messed messed up on the fan choice. Uh, 2016. I was. I think I was too sensible. I've just realised that Sega 3D Classics Collection <laughs> includes all of the old school tracks yep. that I would have. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I really <laughs> one of them. So yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that's that's one possibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to sway the voting, but you know, I'm saying how <laughs> there. Galaxy forces in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> yeah. My platform to try and uh, manipulate the votes here. <laughs> Sorry, no one ever listens to me anyway. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I think we'll ha- we'll get several uh, 3D Classics votes now yes. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. yeah. Go and vote. Yeah, go and vote. Go and nominate so you can then vote for the 10 most nominated tracks uh, next week. Okay? Um, uh, yeah, so I think that's it. Thank you for listening to the Sega Lounge this week. It's always uh, nice to have you on the other side listening to us, listening to us babble and do crazy stuff as well. Uh, don't forget to check out all the other Radio Sega shows. RadioSE.ga slash shows is where you can find our full list of shows, our full lineup. Uh, and keep listening to us because we play the best Sega music 24-7. One more track to play before we go, as requested by Deacon. And he wanted us to mention that he um, specifically requested this song because his followers... Uh, get annoyed by by this song it's apparently one of his favorites and his followers and people who are uh, regular uh, listeners to the Yakuza Fan podcast um, don't think it's that great apparently but (laughs) from Yakuza 5 we'll leave you with let me see if I can say this correctly Kimi Airukara or something this is the T-set version uh, from Yakuza 5 requested by Deacon I've been KCE. And I've been I Need Fruit. And this has been the Sega Lounge. Lounge. <laughs> Lounge. See you guys. Oh. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.